what do you think it would be like meeting an early Warren Buffett? Like him just being in your high school class or maybe talking to him in university office hours, you run into him. Or maybe you see him, you know, walking down the streets when you're 30 years old. You see him at a conference at 40. What would it be like knowing the world's greatest investor at a younger time? Do you think as an uneducated investor, you would notice something about the way he looks at the world that he for sure would be the one that outperforms the market year after year? It would be fascinating, wouldn't it? What if I told you that the next greatest investor is already among us? Like they're already better than Warren Buffett and they're already the best investor in the world. What if I told you they were a woman? You see, a lot of people are scratching their heads and you think to yourself, yeah, right. You know, if I there was a next best investor, I'd already know them. I mean, we've heard of Ray Daly, we've heard of George Soros, we've heard of these great guys, but to get the title of the top, you gotta knock the champ off his feet, right? Well, if you haven't heard, the ETF ARC, this fund has literally led the top 10 funds in total returns in recent years. ARC has a nice return of over 165% over the past three years. ARC's been a beast. And behind this company is the mastermind herself. That is the one and only Kathy Woods. Now, if you were a stats man, if you were a math man, if you paid attention in class, you would know something about probability just off the top of your head. In the Fortune 500, out of the top 500 companies, you know how much of them are women? 37. That's 7%. 7% of the top companies in the world are women. And we live in a market where it's all merit-based, right? It's all about making those biggest returns. I mean, surely the most bully, brutal market in the world, the stock market, has to be the top merit-based place in the world, right? It's either you good enough to get returns or you don't. But a lot of us in the finance world really know that you don't really get hired in that world because of your returns, right? Like no one puts on the resume. I've had a years of getting 20% returns when they're 22 trying to find an internship, right? Like you're, you get into that industry. It's not from your philosophy on returns. It's from one, your grades and two, your connections, but mostly your connections at that age, right? A lot of people get through through their connections or you have some ruthlessly high grades. And when you make the company to move up, you gotta have connections. It's not even, it's not even, <laughs> it's not even anything else. It's all connections. It's not what you know, it's who you know. So with only 7% of the Fortune 500 companies in the world, you know what the chances that the one fund ran by a woman would be the top returning fund in the world? Really low. <laughs> like, I mean, really low. And 
the fact that Kathy right now, Kathy Woods, you know, obviously she does not managing, you know, the crazy amount of billions that Warren Buffett is, but the fact that her philosophy of getting involved with these disruptive technologies and knowing which ones to pick shows that right now there is still a great market opportunity in the world. And right now, I think the arbitrage opportunity that a lot of people can take advantage of is diversity. I mean, one of the craziest things in the world to think about is 50% of the world are women and they only represent 7% of CEOs. Is there a chance that literally 90% of the smartest people in the world happen to be men? I mean, the stats don't bear it out at all. Matter of fact, when it comes to university admissions, they're mostly women. So right now we have a huge mismatch where a lot of talented women aren't making it up the ranks through companies for various reasons, and one of them is not IQ. Now, because of this, I think that it is very obvious that the reason the a woman is getting the top returns in the market out of a bunch of funds, it's not a coincidence. And I think it's very indicative of something deeper in the culture. You know, recently there's been a bunch of things like, um, you know, Harvard, you know, there's this famous lawsuit where, you know, Harvard's getting sued because <clears throat> they're trying to get rid of, you know, um, affirmative action type programs and things of that nature. And to me, I always kind of scratch my head at these things because it's so clear that in the marketplace, diversity brings higher financial performance. It's just kind of obvious, right? When we look at places in life, we always strive for diversity because it's an obvious need. Matter of fact, the only free lunch in the market is literally called diversification. And we see in a bunch of different areas, whether it comes to state senators, uh, whether it comes to um, congressmen, that literally diversity is written within the hiring process. There's a reason why there's over 50 states and each state needs a person from that state to represent the congressmen that literally go to Washington to fight for that state's rights. Even though the smartest people, let's say a lot of them can be found in California because statistically California has 40 million people. I mean, one in seven Americans are Californians, right? Statistically, you would expect Californians should have a higher representage uh, for other states because, of course, smarter people are going to reside from there because they have more people there. But we don't do that. We still get at least someone from every state because we recognize that someone's life experiences inherently affect the type of decisions they make in the future and the way they see the world and the things that they fight for. There's a reason why more people in cities are liberals and more people who grow up in the rural areas are conservatives. There's reasons for this. And diversity answers a lot of these reasons. Now, 
in the investing world, Kathy Woods is a superstar. The main thing that she just basically is getting a lot of praise for is her crazy predictions for Tesla. I mean, if you are leading a fund, especially one that's performing as well as Kathy Woods, to put yourself out there and say Tesla is significantly undervalued, and then a year later become so unbelievably vindicated when Tesla Tesla has an unparalleled ascension to dominance, growing over a thousand percent, becoming literally bigger than Walmart. You literally X yourself in the God status of investing. I mean, come on. The last call that was that good was probably Michael Burry shorting the real estate market in the 2008 housing crash or George Soros shorting the pound out of existence, basically. <laughs> was it the pound? I'm pretty sure he basically broke the pound. I'm pretty sure that's what he, one of the things he's famous for. Kathy Woods is literally the best investor you've never heard of. She runs an ETF that you could buy today, ARK, and I am fascinated the more I learn about this person. And I think it is definitely no coincidence that she, it just happens that it took a woman, someone who significantly underrepresented within the investing world to show that there is a huge opportunity in just literally having more different people in these investing situations. I think as investors, one of the things I have my eyes on is will in the future, long term, companies who embrace diversity in the workplace, will they outperform long term from companies that do not? Recently, we've seen that still it is very homogenous looking when we look at the top CEOs of the world. A lot of them are still white men, a lot of them over 6'2". Uh, very statistically unlikely for that to happen. But as we start to see more and more, you know, companies hire people with K-1 visas from out of state, more and more we see companies uh, started by minorities and women and people who are underrepresented. We're going to see if in the future these groups that have don't really have the access to capital can't really make it up the marks we're going to see if a lot of them start overperforming given the obstacles that they face and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones why is that that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning have you ever heard of kathy woods do you know her? Do you love her? Do you write her? Do you Are you obsessed with her like me? Are you obsessed with her ETF and ARC and its philosophy? Let me know. I'm at Fly Studio on Twitter and we, Fly Crew, have to take off.